Welcome to Success Leaves Clues Podcast. I'm your host, Gary Brackett, and I've been blessed enough in my life to meet individuals who've been able to leave me clues on my journey to success. The goal of this show is to bring you the experience of those who have achieved great things and allow you to be a fly in the wall, soaking up clues for your own journey to success. Let's get right into this week's episode. Hey, what's going on, man? Welcome to another episode of Success Leaves Clues. I'm here with one of my guys, man. Uh, went to Rutgers with this young man. Um, now he's doing phenomenal things in the fitness industry. He actually flew out, had a VIP day with him the last four or five hours. Got him right. We talked about some growth strategies that he could implement in his business to take it from offline to online to dominate. My guy Pop is in the building. What's up with you, man? I'm great, man. I'm great. I'm even greater now. Yeah. How you feel today, man? We we went through a lot the last four four or five hours. Like, where, where's your mind at right now? Well, I, you know, in business, a lot of times, depending on who you are, a lot of times we feel like we're in way better spots than we're in. Mm-hmm. Feel like we're in way better positions, but you know. There, you know, a lot. You know, sometimes you get the points to where you know you have someone that actually shows right. you exactly where you are, and you know, although you know things are not terrible, there's things. There's a lot that you know I learned today of things that I got to build on and things that I got to work work on. And for me, it's all about having insight. You know what I mean? So uh, the day was phenomenal, man. You 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 went right through the business, broke it down. You know, you gave me my marching orders, and, you know, for me, I feel like I have a clear head. You know, I have way right. more of a grip on the business and things I got to implement in the business right away. So, now I'm in a good space, man. I, I Listen, dude, you know, like I said it a million times, but I appreciate you for having nah, no me. Doubt. I appreciate you for giving me this opportunity, man, and... um. Yeah, I'm a, you know me, man. I'm an implementer, though. So now yeah. I got to go do the work. Nah, you know it's I mean? amazing. I think <clears throat> one of the things I'm passionate about more than anything is now being in a space where, you know, we, we didn't open up businesses to be there full time, right? Right, no doubt. And and that's like we we, we, we got we bought ourselves a job. No doubt. So in order to, to really be successful in business, sometimes you have to step back and work on your business, not so much in your business. Right. And giving someone that clarity where they can see like some of the areas where they can, you know, maneuver things a little bit. Right. And buy back time. Like one strategy. Right. Three hours a day. We just saved you. Right. Right. Three hours a day. Like we literally we literally looked at the business and he, you know, gave me one strategy that could that can possibly save me two to three hours a day. So, I mean, 10 plus hours a week. That's huge. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because for me, uh, like you said. I, 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 looking at it and, you know, looking at it from, you know, a different perspective, I was like, you know what, I'm spending a lot of the hours in here, but the business is picking up. So right. it's not a big deal. But when I think back to, you know, when we laid out the whole plan and you said, look, but I get it. I understand that, but I understand growth and all this, but like, what do you want? Right. I had to really look at what I really wanted out of what I really wanted out of business and what I want. I got kids. I got to be around for them. I got to spend more time with them. So right. you can't do that doing 10, 12 hours a day, regardless, you know? So, um, you know, it gave me a lot of perspective, man. And, and, and for me, it just made a lot more sense for me looking at my business from the outside in. Cause normally, like you said, when you're working in the business, you don't really see it. Right. And you see, you see the money coming in, right, right. you know what I mean? And, and, and you, you tend to justify, like for me, I justify oh, a for lot sure. in business. Like, well, you know what? 
I'm working a lot of hours, but yeah, I'm taking care of them. Like they good, yeah, they good, yeah, yeah. they're good. But it's not. That's yeah. not. You know, I, I, our coach used to say something, man. I think I think about it all the time, man. And he talks about your number one ability is your availability. Yeah. And a lot of times our kids, you know, what I'm saying, just they just want us. No they ain't tripping about all that type of stuff. So when I when we talking about just you know a championship lifestyle, it's just not business, right? right. It's 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 fitness, it's health, self development. Right, we're talking about books, talking about finances, um, talking about spirituality. Like right. it's, it's this holistic being that you have to be in order to present yourself best at work. Right. And I think definitely putting you on that journey, and I'm saying understanding, buying that time back, and then also talking about strategies that we can scale and right. make more money. Right. Right. So that's what you want: make more money, work less hours. I'm and and I'm telling you, dude, especially like the product development. Right. Like. When you, when, you know, for me having a service business, mm -hmm. you know, you look in the scale. So right. in, in the midst of looking to actually scale the business, you're not all the time looking at, you're looking at adding more services. Right, right. Not, not really adding products that, you know, you can scale the business without spending 10, 12 hours a day in the business. So, our, our last time I talked to you, you talked about buying a bigger facility. Yeah, true. <laughs> and you already got an 8,000 yeah. grand drink. Yeah, we're... You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, it's so many that's, ways now. That's why you threw that in there. Yeah. Like, right? bro, it do, yeah, true. Yeah. Right? So it's just like, with the with the input of, of the internet, right? So taking your business offline to online and dominating, man, it just, mm -hmm. you can see that same level of success without having that stress. Yeah, no doubt. Nah, so that's dope. So, uh, so one thing, so <clears throat> highly recruited. Right. Out of Bell Glades. Yeah. Florida, right? No doubt. Um, so talk to me a little bit, right? So Florida boy came to Rutgers. Like what would you spend? Why, why Rutgers? I'm sure you get recruited by a lot of the other schools. What what sold you on Rutgers? I mean, I think uh, my the main thing that sold me on Rutgers is that you know, opposed to a lot of the other schools that re was recruiting me at the time, you know, they kind of they just kept it real. Right. You know, they didn't they didn't and, and for me, it got to a point to where I just like to hear what I like to hear. You yeah. know, but uh, at the time it was uh, Mario Cristobal. He just kept it real. He like, look, man. In order for things to work out, you know, there's things that you're going to have to do here. <clears throat> and, you know, we're not guaranteeing you anything. You got to work. Yeah. And that's what, like, it, 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 it's not what I wanted to hear, but it's what I needed to hear at the time. Everybody's just telling me, all these schools recruiting me, telling me what I wanted to hear. And, and you know, when I spoke to my mom about it, she was like, nah, well, at least you know he's being real. Right, right. You know what I mean? And, um, and then I decided to take a visit here. Yeah. And... They took me to Times Square, bro. And it was over. Yeah, Times Square. <laughs> they hit different, bro. Bro, what? <laughs> bro, I'm from a small town. Like, I'm from a small town, dude. Oh. I mean, literally in my town, we don't even have a Walmart, dude. Like, wow. that's how, yeah, yeah. It's like, we don't have a, we don't have Walmart movie theater. Like, it's it's so, it's football. Football, cane fields, and you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just a little, it's just a little town, man. And um, so, so, you know, getting off the train in the Times Square, man, it just your, your perspective change. You know, in general, you know, experiences change your perspectives in general. In, in, in general, so yeah, for sure. like for me, man, that experience, seeing that, it just really showed me that, bro. It's way more out here, and it was nothing like that. I went to a lot of different schools. It was nothing like yeah. Times Square. I was like the lights, you know, the lights, the people. I said, yeah, this is, you know, this is it, it's making more sense. And before I left, before you know, I left Times Square, I committed. People wow. didn't under they they couldn't they thought it was other stuff under the table going on, but it wasn't. It was just yeah. it was the experience. It was the experience, and it was the you know the the. But the one thing the I coaches. think I, about Shiano, right? And it's funny. Um, 
depending on what era you played in, right. you know, how people view him, right? But to a, a worker who who wasn't afraid of hard work and did the right thing, no doubt. Like he was the man. Yeah, no doubt. He was trustworthy. He was ble- like he wanted the best out of you. Yeah, no doubt. And that, and when you don't cut corners, that's what you want. Right. Right. No doubt. And 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 Shiano is all about his players. Right. He like he he you know, he he He's one of those guys that's gonna go balls to the wall for his players, man, right. and, and, and you know that when you come into the when you come into the program and you sit down with him, you know he got your back, you know. So that was another thing that that really that really kind of made everything stick, you know, as far as uh you know me choosing Ruckus and I'm still up, I'm still in Jersey. So wow. I mean, yeah. got you a Jersey girl, yeah, yeah, man. You got shout out, shout out to your wife, shout out to my wife Debbie, yeah, and absolutely. Chen Beckford, yeah, holding <laughs> yeah, it down no. for yeah, sure. Yeah, nah, she holding it down, man, and you know, shout out to my two boys. Yeah, know, that's dope, Boy man. So the crazy part, the one thing that really stood out to me, right? So I was a, a senior at Rutgers when you came in. Pop came in probably like five percent body fat, <laughs> uh, bitching probably like full fifty, yeah. Uh, I think one time I was like, "Yo, this dude was different." I think <laughs> when you was curling from a dumbbell from from a barbell, yeah. I think it was like one thirty five. Yeah, I like, yeah, this this dude different, yo. Yeah, I was like, I gotta use my whole body. <laughs> right, nah. You strict curling nah, one thirty five. Like, I'm gonna yeah. tell you, I'm gonna like, tell you why, man. Like, I started, you know, I started working out early. Yeah, like I got a lot of brothers. I got eight. I got seven brothers, so it's wow. eight boys. And I got a brother that's two years older than me. We used to get into it all the time, man, for nothing. Like, you know how it is, the big yeah, brother yeah. thing. And I said, bro, as soon as mom let me start working out, <laughs> some things going to change. <laughs> right, right. Bro, and she let me off the hook. Like, I was going into seventh grade. She was like, you know what? You can join this, the after school program. You can lift weights. And, bro, from there, it was on. Yeah. And, I mean, I was going hard. Like, I was going hard from seventh grade. So, by the time I got into high school, I was already one of the strongest guys. And by the time I got into Rutgers, I was, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it was like years and years. A lot of people, um, a lot of athletes, they don't start really, really training until like sophomore year, you know? Mm. I was I was in seventh, eighth grade. I was in, you know, uh, weightlifting competitions and stuff. So for me, man, I had already had, I had already had years into the game. So by the time I got to Rutgers, I was, I was pretty seasoned, you know what right. I mean? So I will say this though, um, squat, bench curls, yeah. I mean, bench curls, hang clean, your squat wasn't really, your legs was never like your. No, no, no. What was your squat? Max I was a, squat. I was a six hundred pound squatter. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, I bench my, my heaviest. My heaviest bench was five thirty. Yeah, power Hang clean, clean. and I power clean four ninety five, three ninety five. Sheesh, man, you better go check them numbers, man. Hey, bro, I told JB when he, when I when I go back and, and see the board up, I'm yeah. like, yo. You missing some spots, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm up there a couple of times, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Short shuttle, hang clean. Nah, but you know what though? That that board like changed a lot though. You know what I mean? Bruh, like they, I think over year I think over the years, I think as the years passed by, they kind of kept their favorite guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, you know. I definitely had a six hundred squad up there. Yeah. I, I don't see myself representing on that yeah. board. So But you now nah, I'm gonna tell you though. So we you me and you in the same boat. Right, right. But it's some guys up there, 630, 640, 650. You got me talking doing 650. J- Joe Giacobbe doing 650, but, but, 660. But, but they had it by position, though. Yeah, you're right. So it wasn't necessarily, you know what I'm saying? Who's, who's the, who was the heaviest up there? Who was the heaviest up there since the last time you saw it? 
I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I know I did 600. I almost yeah. passed out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We, we used to have the beepers on our thighs. We yeah, had to yeah. go down and jump. So now we, yeah, we ain't had that. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, we, so yeah. So my jump was official joint. Yeah. So now. I never hit 400 on the, on the clean, though. That was my. That you, was, you never hit it? Nah, never. Nah, I, um, I think I was 385 and I hang cleaned it. Right. But then I split jerked it, though. Right. Oh, word. Nah, that yeah, joke was vicious. Word, word. So hang clean was always the toughest max out there, right? Mm -hmm. Then I'm going to tell you why. So most of the time, bench press, dudes will fail on bench press. They got right. a spotter. You fell on squat, and you know I'm saying you dropped the bar or whatever. It ain't right. that bad. Bro, you, you miss a heavyweight on hand clean? Oh, no, nah, it's coming. Without a doubt. <laughs> Bro, somebody ran through the mirror. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> somebody blew no out their knee. No doubt, no and doubt. And then you got three seven. Like, you yeah, like, yeah. yo, I don't know if I'm going to max out today. Nah, man, but, but, you know, as a football player, that's, that's your foundation. Oh, hang You know clean. what I'm saying? Clean, you know yeah. what I mean? The explosive movements, you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. I, You know, and you know, when we was going, we was doing snatches and everything. Oh, everything. You know what I mean? I, I, man, crazy. I, I remember I was a single leg uh, lunging 315. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. See, we, see, I don't know. I think by the time we got, so I was a freshman when you were there, right? Right, right, right. So I think by the time I was like at your, like, you know, senior, junior, we wasn't doing, like, there was a lot of things that yeah, they were away from. You know why? Because we got hurt. I pulled my hamstring yeah. in next week. My training yeah. exploded. Yeah. So it is like, at some point, the weight room, you know what I'm saying, you have to be like, we ain't in this to be bodybuilders. Right. It's performance on the field. Without right? a doubt. So they got a lot better with that. But, um. Yeah. And, yeah, it's, it, and I think that last year, y'all last year, right, they right. changed a lot up. Because yeah. a lot, y'all, your senior year, a lot of guys like had hamstring injuries, right, right. Hamstrings and groins. Yeah, yeah. So I think a lot. I think a lot of. The, I think we got a lot more functional. Um, after, you know, yeah, after, after that left, year, last, I, last I, I think Chiano won't have it. Yeah, nah, that makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. but shout out to JB though. JB was, was beast. JB a beast, man. That's why I got into. You know, that's right. why I got into it. Dude. So, so let's talk about what you get into, because because now, right? Um, you took what you learned there, mm -hmm. and now you became like a. Certified yeah. fitness super trainer yeah. in New Jersey. So your spot is uh, what town is your spot is in? Uh, I'm in Sterling. So I'm in Sterling, New Jersey. Jersey. Yep. And what, what's the name of your joint? Street. Uh, grind Time Fitness. Grind Time Fitness. Why you name it Grind Time? It's all about the grind, man. Man. You know, I mean, it was it was simple to me. I mean, uh, before before I started my own business, I was working for um, I was working for. Uh, um, a business that that's all they did. They trained uh, combine athletes, right, right. getting guys ready for the NFL combine. And uh, it's the place I trained at coming out of college. And uh, I don't know, man, it was just an overarching like thing, a theme of like the grind. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like once you get out of college and then once you start that pursuit to that next level, mm -hmm. that's what a grind. Because I mean, we look at college as a grind, but that next level pursuit wow. is Really a grind. Yeah, for sure. Flying in, working out. Yeah. Flying back, not knowing now you can't you can't really work a real job. You yeah. gotta do some odds and ends to make money to till you get that that next invite to yeah. So it's a real grind. So for me, I used to always just tell them, boy, look, man, you gotta grind through it, bro. Yeah. You know, and um, you know, when I got an opportunity to like start doing my own thing, I just, you know, it's just it was it was Pretty simple to me, you know what I mean? Nah. I would be lying if I said, you know, I sat back and I thought about it and it took months for it was just like nah, that's this it. what it before I even 
left there, I had in my mind, I, I sketched, I etched, I sketched out the um, the logo design. And that you know, that's what it was. Yeah, man. Nah, that's dope. And and you know, I just stuck stuck with it. Nah, that's great. So question for you, right? So <laughs> fitness, obviously, I do some fitness myself, right? Word. So I always struggle, right, around my stomach area, right? <laughs> so let's talk about this six pack, right? right? So it's a myth about six packs. So what's the easiest way to get a six pack? Or not easiest, or what, what how do you get a six pack? All right. Um we talked about this earlier, man. Right. I, I feel like we make getting lean, really lean, I think we make it way more complicated than it is. All right. I think number one, six pack is based on, you know, you know, be, how lean, how lean you are as an individual. You right. know what I mean? So um first and foremost, you need to understand your daily caloric intake, right? Wow. You need to understand how many calories you're consuming, right? Once you understand how many calories you're consuming, then you need to break that down by at least 500 calories to get yourself at a caloric deficit, mm. right? It's the key. You know what I mean? A lot of times we try to out-train the diet. It's, it's, it's impossible. You know what right. I mean? So um, I, I, you got to kind of simplify it, man. You know what I mean? So what's the, what's the simplest way to, <clears throat> to figure out what's your caloric intake for the day? All right. So what my rule of thumb is you take your body weight, mm -hmm. right? You multiply it by 10. Right. The number that you get, that would be your daily caloric intake. You know what I mean? Wow. You so then I mean? if you want to lose weight, right. you got to eat less calories. Facts. Then if you want to gain weight, you eat more calories. More. And if you want to gain weight, so if the goal, you know, a lot of us, is the, we played football. Right. I, I was a hard gainer. Right, right. You had to gain. Right. right. So you would take, if you need to gain weight. You would take your 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 body weight at the time, like where, wherever you are. You mm -hmm. would multiply that by fifteen, and the number you get would be your daily caloric intake, which will put you at a surplus, right? Right. right. So by ten will put you at a deficit. By fifteen will put you at a surplus. All right. And if you and if you really don't know exactly where you are, you know, you give yourself like a week. You consume you consume your calories on a regular basis. You just jot everything down. You can use the app like MyFitnessPal. Mm -hmm. Just jot down everything you consume. Once you get an idea of where you are, you 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 can multiply that by twelve, and that'll kind of keep you. That should keep you at you know you know. Or you could just keep doing what you're doing. You know what I mean? Right, not right. really not really focus on it. You know what I mean? So uh, question for you. So are, are are all calories built the same? Nah, man. So, so when you when you talk about caloric intake, you ain't right. saying I can just eat a Big Mac and that's all I nah, eat. Nah, man. Because some people like they mess me up. Like, man, I'm on a diet. I'm gonna eat once today. Right. I'm like, bro, that, that ain't how it work. I don't nah, think. Nah, I don't nah. think you could just eat once nah. and, and that's it, right? You wanna, you, you know, dense nutrient foods, man. You right. know what I mean? So like, what, what do you three, mean by that? Three hundred calories in a donut and three hundred calories in chicken is two totally different things. Right. It's two different energy sources, right? Yeah. You're gonna have, you know, when you consume and when you consume protein, you don't, you're not gonna have those insulin spikes and insulin crashes, right? Mm. So when you consume is something like simple carbohydrates, like cakes, pies, that's simple carbs, right? Those simple carbs is a lot of sugar, and you, you're gonna have the insulin spikes and the insulin crashes. With the insulin crashes, that's where you're gonna get the, that's where you get the weight gain, so to speak, mm. right? right? So you wanna, you wanna eat, you know, high dense, you know, nutrient dense foods. You know what I mean? Dark leafy greens. Proteins, you know right. what I mean, and uh, you know, and good fats. Right. You know, what's nuts, a, what's nuts a, and seeds and, and olive oil. What's a good carb? A good carb would be something like a sweet potato. You mm. know, wild rice. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. you know, <clears throat> oats, 
Butter, and cinnamon, sugar on my sweet potatoes. That nah, that's terrible. Because <laughs> I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna tell you something because because I know a lot of people look at you know nutri- nutrition programs like um, like keto, mm-hmm. and it has like heavy cream. Oh yeah, it yeah. has butter because they just fat. They don't care what the yeah, fat. just fats. It's yeah. just fats. Me, I'm not a big fan of that. I just feel yeah, like yeah. I just feel like there's all. Oh, I think it's good for now, but. You know, getting your fuel from fats is just, I just really Yeah, because the judge is like, yo, you can eat steak every day of the week. I'm like, right. I don't think you want to put that much cholesterol in your diet, bro. And, think- and, and, it, and it works like, you know, it works for people. Like, I do intermittent fasting. Yeah. Right? And, you know, I remember the first time I tried to do intermittent fasting, and it just, did, I didn't, it didn't feel, I just didn't like it. Yeah. And then I gave it a try. I give, gave it another try. But what I did was, excuse me. What I did was I didn't go right into the general intermittent fasting, 16-hour fasting time, eight-hour feeding time. I, I just broke it down. You know, I did, okay, let me just stay strict with 10 hours. I won't eat for 10 hours, right? And then I, I, I bumped that up to 12 hours, right? And then I bumped that bump from there up to 14 hours. Right, right, right. And then once I got to 16 hours, I was, like, really consistent there, but it was still a little bit uncomfortable. So what I did was... I start structuring out my my week is four hours of true intermittent fasting, 16, 8. The rest of the time is 12. You know what I mean? Uh 12, 12 hours of fast. So if I eat at eight, if I my last meal is at eight at night, I won't eat again till eight in the morning. Mm. Right? But but like I said, four of the days will be a true 16-hour fast. So wow. you know what I mean? And for me, it works. Nah, that's dope. That's, I think the main thing, and, and this is what anything in life. Like so many people, you know, look at this blanket advice, and it's like, nah, brother, you got to customize it, right? Like whatever works for you on your schedule, right? Like you got to take the framework of caloric intake and eat at a deficit, right? And but you can't take what he's telling you exactly word for word, right? Because your body different, and just like and just like we was talking about as well, man. There's just you got to be a little bit more strategic, right? And 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 just a little bit more aware of kind of how you eat and how you consume your foods. Just like we were saying, you was like, yo, like, you know, sometimes it's not even about, it's not even about eating till I'm 80% full. But you got to think about it, right? If you sit down, right, and the goal is for you to get as lean as you possibly can, right? And you sit down and you eat. Normally, when we get to 80% full, right, like we got 20% food left on the, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if if we're 80% full, we are good. You know what I'm saying? The majority of the time, we force ourselves to do to eat more. Right. So for one, we're forcing ourselves to finish all the food on the plate. Right. right. Then we force ourselves to eat cheesecake at the end. Mm. Then in the midst of that, we sit at the table for another 15, 20 minutes and have drinks. And we wonder why, we wonder why, okay, I've been eating good all week, but on Saturday, it's my I cheat, ate like it's my this. Cheat day. On Sunday, yeah, cheat day. <laughs> you I can't have a cheat day? Nah, you can, you can have a cheat meal, man. Dang. Look, look, look. You got to think about it, right? So if our if your if your daily caloric intake is say you consuming two thousand calories, right? Right, right, right. You got me. Yeah. So you you figure you figure you're doing ten and and a five day mark. Right. 10, 000, Twelve, right. fourteen thousand calories in a full month. Right. Right. In a full but, week. I mean, in a full week. I'm sorry. Right. right. But you consuming when you go out on Saturday and Sunday, you consuming extra drinks, you consuming extra dessert. You point now you consuming an extra fifteen to two thousand calories just on those two days alone. So now you go from fourteen to now you go from your 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 daily your weekly caloric intake of fourteen thousand to eighteen thousand. 
Right. Now you, you take 4, 000, that. Yeah. You 4,000 calories over, which puts you at a weekly caloric surplus instead of a caloric deficit. Right. And then you wonder why, man, I'm doing everything I'm supposed to be doing throughout the week. I'm working out five, six days a week, and my body still look the same six weeks later. And it's, I'm working, this is the hardest I've worked out in a long time. Well, at the end of the day, you're not working out, you're not burning enough calories to, 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 you know, to wear off those, those, uh, extra 4,000 calories you're consuming right. on the weekend. So that's what we get caught up at. Like, you you just got to be strict. You know what I mean? You got to be as strict and disciplined as possible and understand that, hey, listen, this, I'm doing this for the sustainability of it, right? So I want it to be sustainable, but I have to be aware. Like, I, I know I want a burger. So let me have a burger, but I'm not going to have drinks and cheesecake with it. Right, right. You see what I'm saying? I'm going to have a burger. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a salad on the side. I'm going to have some water because I want the burger. Or, oh, and I'm going to have a couple fries. But I'm not going to have a pile of fries, the burger, just because it's Saturday and it's my cheat day. And then in the morning, I had Eggo waffles, yeah, eggs with cheese on it, right. bacon. And then for lunch, you know, me and the, kid went, me and the kids went and got ice cream. Yeah. And then I had, a, I had a hot dog over there. And then at dinner, you, that, you, you know what I'm saying? You throwing everything you did throughout the week, you throwing that, you throwing that away. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And um, I just feel like if when you and, and and another thing though, when you decide to do a program, you gotta stick with that program. Mm. A lot of us will get on a program and then we'll try to modify it. Of course, you gotta modify it yeah, here stuff. and there. Yeah. But for the most part, if the program says you're supposed to be at this amount of calories and you're supposed to train like this then you got to give it a shot. You got to give it a shot for at least four to six weeks to see if it works or not. You know what I mean? Yeah. So talk a little bit about that. Because we talked about programming. We talked about, um, you know, different um, fitness coaches, right? right I have right. all separate programs. We, we looked at it. <laughs> yeah. No, it's we looked, funny, though. We looked at it. You, 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 you thought I was tripping. He looked at me like, nah, bro, I'm just saying. Go ahead. Uh, so we looked at it today, right? So uh, out the gate, week mm -hmm. one, right? When one man had 100 uh, bench press at like Bro, <laughs> the first day. Look, look. Bro, the first day. The uh -huh. first day. Like, look. Listen, at the end of the day, I feel like all programs should have a ramp to it, right? right. There should be there should be progressive progressions built in every program, mm -hmm. right? And when you build it out a program, you can't... I mean, you can do whatever you want to do as a coach, but I just feel like it's always necessary to build out a program and have it as, you know, minimal as possible, but also have, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't build a program out to where you really have no wiggle room. You know right, what I mean? Right. Like, we we looked at the program. It had 100 reps on on bench, bench with 10 push-ups in, in between, between each set. Yeah. The first time. Imagine if somebody doing that program that, that haven't worked out in four or five years. Imagine They're going to get discouraged right away. Imagine if they get eight counts on the bench. Come on, man. That's a long day, bro. <laughs> imagine if they get... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because it's, it's also based on percentages as well. Right, right. You know what I mean? So I just feel like, you know, I just feel like as a coach, you got to be aware of that. And for me, building our programs, I, I you know, I have to make sure like the program has the ability to progress. Because you can easily say, look, well, if this is what you can do here, then if this is not enough, then you can, you know what I mean? But I think the general program, especially when you start, you got to have, you got you to gotta be smart about that. You know what I mean? You got to be smart about that and actually who's consuming the content that you're putting out. You know what I mean? Nah, that's dope. That, that's dope. You know, so. 
So last area I kind of wanted to address, because I, I deal with this a lot. I coach uh, my kids on the weekend. Mm-hmm. And, you know, these helicopter parents and parents, um, obviously they want the best for their kids. Right. Um, they train their kids. Like, what advice would you kind of give the parents, right? Because at the end of the day, the kid's not the one buying the groceries, right? No. The kid's <laughs> not the one deciding what they're doing, where they're going. Um, so, but but parents, you know, um, all right, he always doesn't eat snacks all day. You you buying the snacks. Without a doubt. So, like, I mean, but but even not even from a dietary standpoint, because I think your diet not only includes what you eat, but what you listen to, how people talk to you. Right. All those things matter, right? What type of household they grow in. Um, so if you're feeding a kid a lot of negativity, I mean, I mean, you have the job of like to build them back up, right? No but, doubt. but as a parent, what 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 are some tips you could give them if they could be mindful so they could build like championship level athletes? Well, I think, you know, in general, because I got young kids as well, you know yeah. what I mean? I think everything you're doing now as far as, you know, their activity level, you know, the way they consume their foods. Um, I think you're just priming them and prepping them for what they're going to do in the future. You know what I mean? So if their lunches is all snacks and, you know, they, they, they it's not going to be a huge shift. They're just going to do. That's why you get a lot of over overweight parents. The kids are the same way. And then you got parents that's like in really good shape. A lot of times the kids is going to follow suit. So I think when, when you when you're looking at just kids in general, you know, you get just got to understand that whatever you're doing you're prepping them and priming them for the future and you know if it if you want them to be like out of shape and you want them to be sitting around you know eating junk then you keep doing you know you keep doing that then and, and that's pretty much what's going to be the outcome you know what i mean right now you know and i, I think it's about um developing habits right yeah i think the habits that 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 you develop like knowingly or unknowingly mm-hmm. like that those things are sticking with that kid Without a doubt. And I think you got to be mindful of, as a parent, of, like you said, how you're feeding him, what you're eating. They're what watching. You, what you modeling. They're watching. They're, yeah, they're modeling it. They're watching, man. And that, the whole the whole uh, do as I say, not as I do thing. It don't work. That ain't, that's not. <laughs> it's like, it's like you, you, you know, how, you, you know, you going to Burger King every day, but you telling them you, this ain't, you shouldn't be eating. No, you can't. You know what I mean? I understand that. There's times, dude, that my kids are in the gym with me and I work out while they're there just so they see, like, mm. you know, they see me as the superhero. They like, my dad's the strongest man in the world. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, when we eat, I'm like, Junior, like, or I'm talking to Kai, I'm like, you know, like, you you can have that, but you know that's not, like, All right. you know what I mean? I just really had to, me and my wife had to go over re kind of building out their lunches and stuff because she understands that their kids and you can't take away everything from the kid. But I'm like, dude, instead of like having the, the cookies right there, you got to get them some Clementines or something. Like right, right. they can't, like they, of course, they they have a long day. Like now they're back in school. So they have a long day through school. And after school, they have aftercare. Right. So they want to have, she want them to have like snacks, little snacks and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. But I'm like, at the end of the day, what are we doing? Like, yeah, yeah. what? But pretzels, there's some healthy snacks, right? Yeah, yeah. And see, but it's a still, it's still, priming and prepping like if you introduce the kids to that then they'll they'll like that Mm. they'll want that but if you you tell a kid they got to eat oreos or pretzels what are they gonna pick no you gotta you gotta you got an option to pick one of the two (laughs) what are they gonna pick so i think i think um it's just important it's just important of of kind of just like you said building those habits as well as you know you gotta walk it too man you know what i mean they gotta see you ordering grilled chicken and salads and you know what i mean 
you know, and and, and choosing and choosing, right. yeah. you know, better better things, better nutrition, better things nutrition wise than you know. Yeah, you nah, know, that makes a lot of sense. You know what I mean? So, you know, I, like I said again, man, it's all about they they watching, right? You know, and we can we be like say do what I say, not as I do, but. Nah, that don't work out. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. For sure, for sure. Out, bro. You know so I mean? last question, last question. So name of the podcast, Success Leaves Clues, right? Mm -hmm. And I feel like there's been times, conversations, or things that you just learned. Right. Like in your life, fitness career, like like marriage. How long have you been married now? Uh, almost 10 years. Wow, 10 years. Congrats. That's awesome. Mm, appreciate it. So, so what, what is one like clue of success that you would kind of leave with somebody, right? Uh, maybe they're, think of your younger self. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just graduated high school or or just graduated college, going into career. Like, what what clue would kind of would you give yourself about you know just life in general that you think will be helpful for that person? I would say, me personally, singularity of focus. Mm. What do you mean by that? I would say, I would say, whatever you get into, you follow through into it. You follow through into completion, man. Wow. You know what I mean? I think for me, and you know, I was doing. I, in my life, I've done multiple things, and 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 I've always done multiple things: music, fitness, football, and it's always been the fact of being afraid to fail. Right? They always say, you know, Plan B, Plan B, Plan B. But a lot of guys that have made it to the, you know, made it to the level, the highest levels, singularity of focus. You know what I'm saying? You got to think. And for me, I think you know, locking into something. And, and and really pushing until you finish it, you know, if pushing it through to completion is, you know, that's what that would be my thing. I told you before, I showed you how many, how many um, you know, uh programs that we went over and I was like, yeah, I I supposed to finish that. Yeah. You know what I mean? That could that could be another another uh, you know, a source of, you know, revenue know, right. that's coming in that I really I'm really not actually putting a whole lot of work in in the midst of all the stuff we went over as far yeah. as creating online products. So I think having that singularity of focus, having, you know, setting your mind to something and say, I'm going to get it done, and then doing everything possible to actually complete that. You know, I think wow. that's, you know, and, and and with anything, a lot of these athletes, man, you know, you're going to go to school and the, the teacher are going to tell you, nah, you, you need a plan B. But you you can't play the game of football trying to get to the NFL with a plan B in mind. It just don't work like that. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? It's just, it's just. But, but the, the lock in. So the crazy thing is, it, it, mastery, right? Right. Create mastery. But second, you're much better off with a plan B. Right. After you did what it after took you, and you fell short, right? Because it's this whole thing. Like if you shoot for the moon, you're land with the stars. Yeah. And I think most people's problem is not that they set their goals too high and they miss. That they set their goals too low and they hit them. Right, right, right. No doubt. Right. So those low expectations it may, for your it life. Contentment. Right? right. They say complacency is like, man, you give a guy some good food, a solid girlfriend, nubs a Nintendo, something like right. that, right? He'll give away all his dreams. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah, I mean, and we see that. And it's just like for you, like you're saying that singular focus, having some type of purpose for yourself, for your life that's bigger than you. Right. Right. That drives you. You know what I'm right. saying? But like people are like, yo, how do you get up so early in the morning? But like, bro, I, I don't I don't have to set a clock, bro. Like I, I got I gotta stuff get up. to do. I got yeah, no doubt. I got Ron J was like, I owe too much, bro. What right. are you talking about? No doubt. Fact. It's and a I, legacy. I, I love that. 
Like, I love that. Ron J, my guy, man. That's my yeah. dude. So um, I think that's it, man. But man, I appreciate you, bro. I, I can't wait. Obviously, we're gonna do more of these things. Yeah, no doubt. Some fitness. We might put a fitness program together. Some supplements. Nah, we gonna definitely we, do yeah, it. We, we got working we got some, on it. Nah, we got some stuff. I mean, we, we you know with 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 you and with me, man, and with your drive and my drive, we definitely gonna we definitely need to like now nah, link up. Make it happen. And he gonna get me a six pack, y'all. This summer. Yeah. I'm coming for y'all. Yeah, I'm holding. I'm holding you accountable. Bro. All the abs, yo. Yeah, bro. I'm. I'm literally Facetime you. Like you. I see you on. I see it, you on uh, it, it, Instagram with dinner. Nah, dinner. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm bro. Facetime you, bro. Hey, put that <laughs> like, chicken down, bro. I'm gonna say, hold on, bro. Let me see your food. <laughs> nah, but it's all. But it, nah, but listen, man. Like it's all. Like we we need to. I aside from every everything else, I appreciate the opportunity. That's why I came way yeah. here. Flew way in to. I you know I needed this and um you know it, it it served me ten times over man so I appreciate it nah no doubt no doubt much love hey so that's it man another episode of success leaves clues one time tell them how they could get in contact with you some of your programs what's your website what's your info all right my website is uh, grindtimefitness.com uh, online you can follow me get gt fit Instagram. Um and yeah, man. TikTok, you busting. You gotta give me a TikTok. Oh yeah, Will knows fitness on. I forgot, dude. Bro, you know tick. Yeah, you probably got a million followers. Though. You yeah, gotta... yeah, yeah. Nah, I got a, I got a good. I ain't a million yet, but I got a. Yeah. yeah. So TikTok, Will knows fitness. Yeah, check me out. And, and for TikTok, you know, it's it's heavy on the motivation. So if you're looking to get motivated, um, you're looking for you know a little inspiration, you know, uh, definitely check it. as well as workouts. You know, I got yeah. a couple workouts on that too. So um, if you're looking for you know. That type of content, definitely check me out at Will's, Will Knows Fitness on TikTok for sure. Nah, that's dope, man. Appreciate you. Hey, bro. appreciate your fan, man. Yes, sir. Hey, that's great, man. Another episode of Success Lose Flute. Hey, like this. Hey, tag your buddy in there who we'll be telling <laughs> you about that that whole cheat day type thing, dog. Bro, it's a cheap meal. Yeah, cheap All right? meal. <laughs> Stop yeah. killing yourselves. Yeah, no doubt. Hey, y'all be good, man. Take care of yourself, man. Love y'all. Hope you all make it, man. Another episode of Success Lose Flutes. We out of here. Yes, sir. I hope you were able to take some valuable insights from this week's chat. Feel free to reach out to me on social media with clues you gain or questions you need answers to. You can find my pages at GaryBracket.com. Remember, it is up to you to make the most out of your opportunities to reach success. Personally, I live this life with an abundance mindset. And deep down, I hope we all make it.